0: Hello and welcome to Movie of the Year, the only podcast on the internet with the science. That's Mike. Hello. And the screaming. That's Greg.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Greg, and I'm falling down a hole.
0: So much screaming. Can you fight back some of this with your science, Mike? I dug that hole with science. <laughs> <laughs> and you did I a used... great job up there,
1: Mike.
2: How Thank deep you, is that Greg. hole? Oh, it goes all the way. As deep as my love for you! So he's going to be in China soon. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Orky of Glenorky. Science is screaming to come up with, determine what is the single greatest movie of any given year, or what is the single greatest movie of any given year in a particular genre. This year is 1982, and this host is Ryan. (laughs) And we are going to take a little break from the the (laughs) fucking work, the stress- the dog-eat-dog lifestyle of watching the films of 1982 and then discussing them with friends. It's hard, man. It's a lot
2: of pressure. This is Science a podcast
1: term. equivalent of toweling off, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Putting your arms on your knees, your head in between. just being, woof. man. And you could, it's the podcast equivalent of, you could get dressed quickly, like you dry, die off now, mm-hmm. grab your clothes, but...
1: You're not going to see any old balls then. Yeah, with that attitude. You stand in
0: that locker. This is the podcast equivalent of you stand in that locker room and you let everyone see your clean balls <laughs> do naked yoga.
1: No, we would be the dudes in the locker room who are like, uh, like uh, towel around waist, then underwear up, sort of under towel, and then shorts up under towel, and then towel off, uh, and then towel around the chest, towel, towel around the hair. Exactly. Yes. But then Two towels we, around the fists. As we did that, a 65 year old man would be doing lunges as his balls hit the floor.
0: There's thousands of ways why boomer men, the boomer generation of men are better than us. Yes. But our our lack of need to just go ball out yeah. the second we see each other. I think that's one way where we've the improved. We, we got see each we th-
2: got them in that category.
0: They do have much more glorious balls than us though. You guys <laughs> seen some boomer balls recently? Yeah, it's cuz all the fucking plastic in our diets, man. Heavy hangers. They eat iron, we eat plastic. Look at our balls. <laughs> That's the show. No wait, let's continue the show. Today we're doing genre blast. Uh, Basically, we came to the conclusion that dramas get all the credit. Dramas win all the awards. Dramas, those are the ones that everybody says are good. Dramas are the ones that people say
1: for their mamas.
0: No sci-fi movie, horror movie, family movie, comedy could ever be the best. Comedy is automatically worse than the worst drama. Do you agree with that, Mike?
2: I do. Sophie's Choice, literally better than uh, I don't know, Four Lions. Than any fucking great comedy.
1: So if something was sci-fi and was a family movie and was a comedy, there's Species? no chance it could win, right? <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. Even
2: though all of those gen- all drama has to do is be drama.
0: All those genres, they have their genre,
2: and they have fucking drama. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> drama, If you're a drama, that just means you have nothing else.
2: Oh, look at you telling a small story
0: about a broken family. Uh, if I wanted to see that, I'd go to my dad's on the weekend. I don't like using the word drama. I like saying tragedy. Like, all stories to me are comedy or tragedy. Just based on how I grew up and my teaching and learning. I just call them frowny face guys. Frowny face guys, yeah. I watched another
1: punishing frowny face guy last night. Because you... Mike
0: and I both have happy face, frowny face, mask tattoos. Greg, you only have the happy face. Yeah. Because um,
1: I like to say it's because I'm so tough. But it's actually because that's all I could take. Tattoos are painful. After
0: that, I was like, oof, you know what? Why don't
1: you just finish up, and we'll just call that a tat. We'll
0: just say that one's done. Well, you got the tattoo on your glorious millennial balls. If you had boomer balls, it would have not hurt that much. High and tight. All right. Uh, So we're going to save the drama for for your mama, as Greg had alluded to earlier, and we're (laughs) going to talk about every other genre, or whatever we have time for, on tonight's Genre Blast. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it that's my guarantee while i have you here let me tell you about a website it's called yourpopfilter.com and it's everything you need that's related to pop filter everything mike everything ryan everything greg everything cassie everything is there at yourpopfilter.com while you're there go to yourpopfilter.com slash amazon make that your new amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there that way we get a little piece of the action, and Amazon doesn't. Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property. And Movie of the Year, where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That superhero show show, that's movie of the year. And that's com. Rate, subscribe, review. Bye. Mike, you are, as of this recording, the reigning champion of 1982. Not just Doo-doo-ch. on this show, but I think in Doo-doo-ch. general. Doo-doo-ch. Hey, when yeah, you're you born we that won year.
1: The, the first two episodes back to back. I can't play. Uh,
0: I've got seven genres here. Usually we do horror, but uh, we're not doing that tonight. I feel like we've covered horror enough in the 1982 season. We get it. It's been done. Now we don't need to ever actually talk about any of those movies. So, Mike, we're going to decide what is the single greatest movie of which genre. Action, comedy, family, music, mystery thriller, romance, and sci-fi. See, mystery thriller, I think, is dangerously close to drama.
2: We're going to go straight to romance, Ryan, which is my romance. nickname for you.
0: So, we, in our first bracket, where we took, uh, we took our first bracket down to eight movies, those are the eight movies that are in contention for movie of the year, we had 64 movies. Guys, in order to get these brackets done, these genre-specific brackets, we had to drop way below that. Do you guys know how many movies were released in
1: 1982? Mm. 3,000. That sounds high.
0: 300.
1: 1,982. 1,900 (laughs)
0: movies? Oh, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Wait. Wait. Hang on. That number's big. That's what the joke (laughs) is, right? (laughs) Uh, So if you need descriptions of these movies, please let me know. Uh, Otherwise, you can just go by the title. I know that you guys have seen... Obviously. I've, I've at least heard of, if not seen, every single one of these movies. But just in case.
2: baby. We're film buffs.
0: Mike, if you think the audience may not know what that is, then you can yes. always say, I know what that is, but maybe the audience does it. You know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah, not is-
1: stupid, but I believe our listeners
2: are. <laughs> That's the kind of, uh, you know, maggots. I've said this before on the show, right? We are the slipknot to our audience maggots? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: They And then they uh, a lot of times they write in and say that they don't see it that way, and we just... Bulldoze right ahead.
2: We just continue yeah, doing what just we're just like doing. Corey Taylor would. Clown <laughs> once pooped on a towel and threw it at the crowd. That's us, baby. Man, is that a true story? Metal
0: is gross. Says so pooping. Bad music for dumb people. Your number one seed for romance. You said romance, right? I did. Yeah. Your number one seed is Sophie's Choice. The aforementioned <laughs> Sophie's Choice. That's a romance. <laughs> it actually is. uh If you haven't seen Sophie's Choice, the whole Sophie's Choice part of it is about six minutes of the end of the movie. No, the uh, choice is between Kevin Klein and the biscuit. And yeah, it's Kevin Klein and uh, what's his name? Peter's Teal. Peter Vigor's little friend. Vigor's little
2: friend. A.K.A. The biscuit uh, from Allie McBeal. Peter McNichol? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. I wish Vigor was here, right here, to just end you. Uh, it's going up your eighth seed in romance, Summer Lovers. Mike. Why is Summer Lovers an important movie?
1: Summer uh, Lovers happen
0: so yeah, fast. It sounds like the Asylum Studios version of Greece. That is incorrect. Uh, Summer Lovers is a movie starring the Browse himself. Peter Gallagher? Peter Gallagher. <gasps> that oh they use as flashback footage in the show The O.C.
2: Oh my goodness, is that's true?
0: amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I love when shows <laughs> do that shit.
2: That's so cool. <laughs>
0: Uh, summer Lovers is about Peter Gallagher and Daryl Hannah, I believe, are uh, summer lovers. Mm. And while they're on vacation, Peter Gallagher falls for a third girl or second girl, third person. Um, and the his girlfriend gets so mad that she goes to confront her. And guess what she does? Kills, Kills her, her accidentally. accidentally. No, nope, neither one. She falls in love with a girl as well. Oh, sounds, it's, it's throuple time. That sounds that like a fun-ass movie.
2: So much better than fucking Sophie's Choice.
1: Yeah, Summer Lovin'. Woo!
0: Summer eleven. Summer Lovin'. Uh, I guess we will go to vote, even though I'm going to override both of your votes. <laughs> Mike, Sophie's Choice or Summer Lovers? Uh, had me a blast
2: while I watched Summer Lovers, and that's my vote.
0: Greg? Yeah,
1: Queer Love Triangle, Summer Lovers. Let's do it.
0: All right, Sophie's Choice, you're out immediately. <laughs> your number two seat is One from the Heart. Uh, we talked about this in the intro show. This is Francis Ford Coppola's attempt to recreate yes. Vegas in a sound studio. Oh, yeah. Um, tremendous flop. Weird movie. Worth watching. Uh, it's going up against a movie called Shoot the Moon. Shoot the Moon, is to shoots course, some Shoot the Moon is, of course, a romance between two people played by Diane Keaton and Albert Finney, who we all know is the big fish or Aaron Brockovich's boss.
1: All right. Uh, that sounds... I have to say, I, I, I think that the Las Vegas musical that was a big flop, that has, like, redemption written all over it. Mm-hmm. Something tells me that mo- is a movie out of time, but that its time has come.
0: Do you know who the star of that people? is? Is Terry Garr, who... I agree. Like, I would say all of that about Terry Gar that Greg just said about the movie. She's wonderful in everything she's in. Should there be a Garzance? There should be a Garzance. We watched a... Terry Gar movie. Oh, she was do you remember after hours? Yes. She was the lady upstairs that grabs them and like sort of lives in the fifties, even though it's the eighties. Oh yeah. 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 She was a creep. Yeah. I uh Greg, one from the heart or shoot the moon. One from the heart. Mike? Yep. One from the heart. Your number three seed. And I'll see if you guys can remember all of the references that we've already talked about is an officer in a gentleman. Okay. Do you remember those, so those I know things? the Everybody, carrying
2: out of the thing at the end. This is Richard Gear. Nobody can handle the truth in this movie. It's not discussed at all. Wait, no, that's, that's a it. few good men. No, I know. I'm saying <laughs> we've <laughs> talked about this before. But nobody—it's not discussed whether or not anybody can handle the truth. That's the mystery of the whole movie.
0: <laughs> right. And is he the officer and the gentleman, or is that two different people? Two different people that she's I trying to
1: choose so. between. Ooh,
0: who do you go with? The officer. Or The Gentleman. And this is military officer, not cop officer, if that yeah. makes anything any better. No I think it makes it a little bit better.
2: It's also cab, All military cops are bastards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is going up against a movie called Moscow Does Not Believe in Tears. The funniest, tenderest love story of the year. This is a life story of three girlfriends from youth to autumn ages. Their dreams and wishes love disillusions.
2: Youth to autumn ages. So it's like Russian now and then? No, thank you.
0: <laughs> actually in Russia then is first
1: we've already kicked out some pretty high profile movies maybe it's time to let the higher profile movie move on <laughs>
0: <laughs> isn't that how it works this is ballsy Greg but he <laughs> Greg uh, officer and a gentleman then I yes. that's for me yes Mike Greg is a gentleman I'll be your officer your final battle in romance of the first round is the year of living dangerously that is the uh Peter Weir romance with Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Right. And it goes against y'all. Y O L, not Y apostrophe A L L. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Two for is, Y'all. <laughs> this was uh this is about Kurdish prisoners. Um, Kurdish prisoners? Kurdish.
1: Yes. That sounds very <sighs> heavy.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is feels more like a drama than a romance.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but what was the first one again? Peter of Weird. living dangerously. For me,
2: I think that's what it is. I'm more excited about that one. You know what? Romance is based on love, and
0: I'm in love with the title, y'all. Okay, y'all. Year of living dangerously moves on. Next round, it's One from the Heart versus Peter Gallagher's Summer Lovers. Ooh, Summer Lovers for
2: me, Ryan. Yeah, I think Summer Lovers. <laughs>
0: This is fucking insane.
2: <laughs> well, you should not have pitched as it's been used as flashbacks in the O.C. Well, I thought that would get it voted by you, but not by Greg. When you
1: said that the the woman fell in love with the woman, it was over for me. Uh, bud. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I said the and two now, key things.
2: We, we've gone so through the looking glass here, people, that that's not a pervy thing for Greg to say like it
0: would be in the 90s.
2: Now it's like, look how woke he is. <laughs> he wants to see these women fall in love.
0: And finally in this round, it's an officer and a gentleman. Versus the year of living dangerously. Oh, it's not Daniel Day Lewis. What was I thinking of? Age of Innocence?
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know. When you say, like, when you ask something about a movie, I'm always just like, he probably knows. So I just say
0: yes. Okay, this isn't good for it, but it's Sigourney Weaver and Mel Gibson.
1: Oh. Boo.
2: Which one's the officer? Which one's the general? We, ha-
1: right? we have new information here, and it's causing us to reconsider things. Year of officer living dangerously.
0: Gentleman. Moving on. Uh, that's Europe Living Dangerously is the Mel Gibson one. The other
2: one. <laughs> <Move it> on. <laughs> officer and a Gentleman. I thought you were taking the normal Mike heel
0: roll of the show. No. <laughs> uh, and finally, it's an Officer and a Gentleman. Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong versus Summer Lovers. It Had me a blast.
2: It's so cute that Officer and Gentleman thought it could ever fucking touch yeah. Peter Gallagher's two thick caterpillar brows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about that movie.
1: Everybody is super hyped about Summer Lovin', the most important romance
0: of 1982. Summer Lovers moves on. If you thought that, if you're like, do they know anything about movies from 1982? Now you know we do not. Summer you should Lovers, watch that though, right? The number one romance.
1: Greg. It does sound interesting.
0: You're up. It's action comedy, not like Rush Hour. Action, <laughs> comma, comedy. Okay. Family, music, mystery thriller, and sci-fi.
1: I'm gonna do something completely uncharacteristic, Ryan, and say sci fi.
0: Alright. So we a lot of these I thought I think people thought were going to make it into our Elite Eight because yeah. of the nerdiness of you two. Yes. There's
2: already so many nerd shit in the Elite
0: Eight. That's true. But I think people thought it was gonna be all of it. And not, I it not just def- Blade Runner and E. T and the thing and <laughs> Poltergeist.
1: <laughs> not just half of it. <laughs> but the entire thing.
0: <laughs> we're professionals. Your number one seed, and I should say too that, like, the Elite Eight is not eligible here. So, yes, obviously, ET and Blade Runner are the sci fi movies of yeah. 1982, I would say. And, and maybe all time. Romance. And maybe all time. Uh, your number one seed, therefore, is Tron. Okay. Tron. Arguably Glowy. worse than Blade Runner.
2: Glowy and boring, I've heard.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is a very boring, visually interesting movie, especially the computer what? effect. But then it's a lot of black and white footage of people standing around in mostly empty rooms and then sometimes something is like has a little neon on
2: it. See, now if you said directed by Tarkovsky, I'm fucking in.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately no. No. <laughs> I mean maybe. <laughs> now, I'll I'll remind you guys that we're picking the the sci-fi movie of 1982 outside of the ones that made the elite eight. So, Tron is a strong candidate here. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that because I'm about to read, uh, tell you guys about Megaforce, its opponent. Okay, and you don't want us to get so swept up in Megaforce because we have, we've already <laughs> it's a summer '11 all over again. We already had an eighth seed run straight to the fucking finals without you guys even listening to what the other ones are. Okay, I won't get too carried away. Is Peter Gallagher me- and
2: Megaforce. <laughs>
0: what's Megaforce about? Megaforce is Peter Gallagher and Daryl Hannah. <laughs> Shit. Um, Okay, so Megaforce is directed by uh, Hal Needham, the stuntman-turned-director who made Smokey and the Bandit and the BMX movie Rad. Do we want him? No, we need him. (laughs) Megaforce is an elite multinational (laughs) military unit that does the jobs that individual governments won't. When the peaceful Republic of Sardoon it is under a threat from their more aggressive neighbor, the beautiful Major Zara and General Burn White. See the, seek the help of Ace Hunter and Megaforce. Lots God, of so typos awesome. in this letterboxed description. <laughs> the tagline is deeds, not words. Hell yeah. That's it
1: the sounds,
2: Megaforce philosophy. It sounds no, dope. You? It also sounds like it could have been in romance with Zardar, Major Zardas and Captain... <laughs>
1: It didn't exactly say that that they were under attack. It just said that the the, the neighbor was more aggressive. <laughs> it f- sounds like uh, we're just got to go over from the headlines. Deal, deal with those more aggressive neighbors.
0: Those neighbors are listening to Slipknot at like nine thirty p.m. Okay, that's pretty aggressive, guys. That's pretty aggressive.
2: Quiet hour starts in a half an hour. You should start to be quiet before (laughs) then.
0: That's the best neighbor, guys. Quiet out. We're only thirty minutes from when it's supposed to be quiet, and you're still playing music.
1: Don't you want to get like down to half volume just to prepare everybody? Let's just
0: like I don't know. Put on
2: Corey Taylor's solo album before we go all the way dark. (laughs) Corey Taylor is from Slipknot. And Stone Sour. That's not a very...
0: Yeah, those people look like That's that. And one of them, their so- name is Corey Taylor. Oh, hi, I'm Corey. <laughs> yeah, he's for coming he's to the, the third Corey <laughs>
1: competition.
0: And here's the bass player, <laughs> Benjamin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, I'm going to put on my leather mask now, but I just want to thank you for coming to the show. Greg, Tron,
0: or Forest? I
1: hear you loud and clear, Ryan, and I'm going to say Tron.
2: Mike? Oh. I don't know, Greg, if you caught that he just gave you your new nickname, which is Greg Tron, which is also my vote.
0: And Mike Megaforce? Mike Megaforce, hell yeah. Me- or
1: Megaforce Mike. I like Mike Megaforce. We are the Mike Megaforce.
2: All the mics of the world I' would into say one even, giant Mike.
0: Even more surprising that uh, Tron didn't make it on is a little movie I like to call Star Trek 2 colon The Wrath Woo! of Khan. And did we we talked about how no none of us had seen this but heard yeah. it was good? No, I've seen it and it's good. Okay. Yeah. That's proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's proof. Uh
1: it's very much in the style of, you know, the original crew of, of Star Trek. But it's interesting and it's like a real um like examination of loss and the effect of loss on great men and the way that Uh-oh. like great men tarnish over time. So I think the star Wars generation probably would freak out about it. But I mean, the, the, the captain Kirk that we're given in wrath of Khan is an uncomfortable character. A lot of times he wants to do uncomfortable things. He's had a bad thing happen to him and he wants to lash out because of it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It's really interesting.
0: It's going up against, and I'll show you the poster here, Greg, if you show me see the poster.
1: It. Okay in Seminoid In
0: sem, Seminoid yeah a you crew can show me the poster.: Interplanetary ar- you're on the other side of the studio You have a phone. scoot your chair.: A crew of interplanetary archaeologists <laughs> is threatened when an alien creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal and murder them one by one:
2: Oh hell yeah.
1: Wow
0: Do you know what? This looks dope. This is hell. why
1: ultimately I'm a proponent you have choice
2: oh, this movie is what convinced you? Yeah,
1: that's what did it. Because I was which, like, you know what? Yeah, that seems kind of like an invasion. So,
2: Which uh, poster are you guys looking at? The one where it's like random shapes and then a woman's silhouette and two gross alien bodies? Or the one where there are space lasers shooting right at the woman's vag? That's the, that, that's exactly. the one that yeah. we were looking the at. One, yeah. Yeah. The second one, yeah. 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 yeah that we're that still that looking at. That's great. the one we <laughs> saw. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so Mike what's, will- what's, the, what's the winner going up against? Star Trek II <laughs> The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Maybe
1: a more tasteful movie.
2: It's going to be in Seminoids for me if we want that 82 flavor. Christ.
1: Greg, I'm <laughs> going to go
2: Star Trek Two. the, the rest Star Trek II. Star
0: Trek Two does move on.
1: Con! Plus, it would give us a great drop.
0: Now, your next movie, Swamp Thing, has maybe equal competition that uh, Star Trek Two did with it in Seminoid. Uh, it's going up a movie called Night Beast. Do, is there anything we want to say about Swamp Thing before we just mo- go to a vote?
2: And this is not Man Thing.
0: This is not Man Thing. This is DC's version that they stole from Marvel ten years before so Marvel created Man Thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Swamps are great. They're smelly. They're dangerous. I love it.
1: They're not the nice place to hang out, but they're so important to ecosystems, and we should fight to preserve them. I don't really like moss. No, I'm not a big moss guy. What moss, is, moss, not, moss is gross. What about I don't. Swamp I don't like the like. I don't like the even distribution of, like, earth and then just water. Yeah, what are we doing here? I'm like, I'm a beach guy. So I'm like, I'm going to be here on the beach. And it's, like, so clear where the beach is and where the water is. You know, I like that. I like mystery. I like mangroves. (laughs) You mean the tree, the cool water
0: tree? The cool water tree. Yeah,
1: dude. That that is a pretty good uh, argument for swamps.
0: What tagline do you guys like better for Night Beast? If you have the guts, it wants them. <laughs> oh whoa, dear! Or his hands tear through flesh and bone.
2: <laughs> well, that tells you exactly what you're getting.
0: <laughs> uh, a creature from outer space crash lands in a small town and starts killing people. It sounds like horror, but it's uh, it's sci-fi here. The his eyes on the poster are just amazing. Like
1: night beast. This
0: guy has been inbred from a long line of night beast family members. Oh, is that like an alien hillbilly? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man, uh. I don't know if you guys predicted Swamp Thing going into the second round, but is it going to? I say yes. yes. Directed by Wes Craven. Your final matchup for sci-fi. Your fourth seed is Forbidden World. Greg, tell me about that movie.
1: Forbidden World is, is listen in a universe of worlds that you can just go to any old time. Forbidden World, uh-uh. It's gonna. You're gonna have That's... to get your passport in line. You're gonna have to get it stamped. You're gonna have to go to the main gate, and then you know what? They're gonna say no, forbidden. There's like that's God's special world. You yeah, that's there. just for the Mormon God.
0: The way that I would say it is that in the distant future, a Federation marshal arrives at a research lab on a remote planet where it. a genetic that. experiment has gotten loose and begins feeding on the dwindling scientific group. That part I did. I, there, I, there's so many movies where I have never heard of a single person in them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Probably just like a uh, some sort of tax dodge, <laughs> you know, some or sort of producers type situation. They
0: wanted to hold on to the rights for Forbidden Worlds. So they yeah, to make a quickie yeah. movie. Like, ah,
1: just throw it together. Who knows? It'll be a creature from outer space who lands in a small town, attacks people. I love it. Keep going.
0: <laughs> it's going up against Burst World, Mike. What is that? One Burst about? World. Okay,
2: imagine a world. Burst World problems. Exactly like ours. You're going to 7-Eleven, you're drinking your Slurpees, you're driving to work, you're in traffic. But every once in a while, All the human when the clock strikes 11:11, somebody is going to just burst. <laughs> and guts and juice are just going to fly everywhere. Two
1: times a day, somewhere in the world.
0: Oh,
2: I'm sorry,
1: it's one burst City. What, in Specifically in this one city, <laughs> yeah, actually.
0: <it's> <laughs> <silly>. <laughs> <laughs> localized entirely in one city. Uh, punk rock gangs. You guys are both correct. Amazing yeah. job. Tied for first place on that. <laughs> punk rock gangs and music groups clash with one another and the brutal police force in a futuristic Tokyo setting. Love.
1: I love I love this time in film when it was like, oh, no, punks. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get us. <laughs> they're 90 pounds and smelly.
0: Yeah. The horror <laughs> monster of the movie is somebody with, like, a mohawk. A kid with a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> pins pinned into their jacket he's
1: got a lot of gel in there he's
0: so scary he spent four hours on his hair <laughs>
1: he's an anarchy in the uk and he's from texas
0: so mike if you can remember it, forbidden world versus i cannot burst city burst city Dude, bitch
1: it's so hard to that's one of the two titles and it's so hard not to say it burst <laughs> city ryan we built this city on blowing up <laughs> Not good planning.
2: No, yeah. <laughs> you oh, need a new comp troller. You, you think it you think you
0: can just not have one, but you have to have a controller. Well, you, you don't know what and it is. And an means, alderman. So Maybe we bring in another alderman. Or at least an alderman, Uh Tron versus Burst City, Mike.
2: Look, I like to make a lot of jokes. We do. Burst City. We all like
1: to make a lot of jokes. <laughs> Greg? I think I I'm gonna go with Tron, Ryan. For some reason this movie had a legacy and we have to recognize that
2: <laughs> uh, legacy hand jobs at disneyland between 1983 <laughs> and
0: 1995 and then finally greg star trek 2 the wrath of khan versus swamp thing yeah star trek 2 like St- star trek 2 come on this is like
1: maybe the best movie we discussed tonight <laughs> and then star trek
0: 2 versus tron is it khan or Tron
2: Con v Tron situation
0: <laughs> Oh, one of those classic situations <laughs> this is the real Sophie's choice
1: yeah for and me she... this is the perfect okay. time <laughs> to embrace Con and to say that Tron and to again remind our listeners at home that Tron is boring
0: <laughs> I kind of want to see it I kind of want to add another show I know we have so many 82 shows but I've been hearing about this movie as like a uh, basically a lifelong Star Trek not hater but just denier. yeah i don't think it ever existed (laughs) um and i will fight for history books to disinclude it from all of their (laughs) stories um i've heard so much about this one particular movie it's weird it's this mix of extreme sports
1: and then with like this almost like kafka-esque like really banal like we're all just living
0: on a computer chip and like and then it's like now cut to the light cycles it also sounds like one of those things where like they sort of zigged or zagged, I guess. The light cycles that do both, yeah. And uh, maybe it wasn't uh, appreciated at its time because people just want the same thing. But then a few years later, everybody's like, no, that movie was actually fucking good. I'm because talking one about One of you talk about Tron.
2: Con and one of you talk yeah. about Tron? Because <laughs> I started to get confusing. I know they sound similar. We need I, to make a Con and
0: Tron list. I don't want to watch Tron. I want to watch Con. Dude, You're you right. should watch Con. We should all watch Con. Starring Madeline Kahn. We might watch Kahn. All right, so Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan is your 1982 sci-fi movie of the year, except for the other four that we mentioned. Uh, your romance is Summer Lover, starring Peter Gallagher, because Mike's a moron. When we come back, <laughs> two more genres. <laughs>
1: well, that is very, very funny. Or very sad. And perhaps now you have something to think about. Or very problematic, and perhaps we have something to think about. But in any event, I'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to, so why not check us out on the social media? You can go to Instagram or Twitter and find us at Your Pop Filter, email, contacts at Your Pop Filter. Hey, everybody,
0: keep watching them movies. And we're back, Mike. I want to point out to you that um, we have five genres left. We only have time for two. Oh no, Ryan, that's not enough. So three of these we will never hear about. Never hear about. Oh, it's okay. action comedy and again not rush hour do you understand
1: yes pick action comedy mike if you fucking pick action comedy
0: i'm gonna (laughs) kick (laughs) summer lovers out of okay (gasps)
1: wait, mike don't do it
0: action comma comedy family music and mystery thriller
2: Uh, can i pick family music
0: oh jesus you're so close to getting gallagher (laughs) gone i'm gonna hit him in the head with a hammer i'm not
2: even messing
1: around it's mystery thriller one or two categories. Yeah, a songs. good question. I know I was joking about the other
2: one. <laughs> that one is the actually one. Co- okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not trying,
0: <laughs> not
1: trying to be the worst part of anybody's <laughs> podcast. I,
0: I would say mystery slash thriller, but then you guys would be like, mystery slash what? There's eight no, movies right. where the guitar is there player mystery from Guns Roses.
1: We've been a real handful today. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I recently started drinking again after taking a long break, so I'm going to blame yeah. it on that. I don't know what Greg's deal is.
0: Uh, I'm going to go straight for comedy, Ryan. I love how Mike review, like reverse interventions us, like reveals that rehab didn't take <laughs> on a podcast.
2: <laughs> I hung out with my good friend Betty F. Taking <laughs> up drinking a again. While.
1: I forgot to pursue drinking again <laughs> as a hobby. At a professional level. It's gotten on top of me a little
0: bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is now why you don't get paid for it. What was the fucking genre that you picked? Ah, uh, fuck. Comedy? God, yeah. oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> mystery thriller
0: all right uh let's do comedy of 1982 of which we have zero in the elite eight i want to yeah, say
2: it's so rare even though we're all such fans of comedy we still bow
0: to the 48 hours the was like, was
1: was like in around comedy right it
0: was in the yeah. ballpark of comedy that's true and the winners of for comedy in every season is ryan greg and mike yeah so. dude
1: because we grab our bellies and laugh Chortles, chuckles, the whole mm-hmm. fucking guffaws. Guffaws. We, as friends, will do that thing where we start laughing and then we just look at each other so that we laugh while looking at each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's very intimate and I enjoy it.
2: I always imagine credits going over as well. <laughs> <laughs> <I do> that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they all died a short time later. That's why you freeze <laughs> like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike, your number one seed is eating Raul. Uh, oh, we wanted to watch that one. I yeah. told you guys in the uh, intro that It's like a laundromat with a secret. And you guys are both like cannibalism. It's very clearly cannibalism. (laughs) 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 And who is in this? Raul. And then your eighth seed is La Mirage, a French title with an Australian accent, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise known as a good marriage. Um, This is Sabine vows to give up married lovers and is determined to find a good husband.
1: That sounds delightful eating raul. Yeah, uh, but it, this is like one of the bigger I feel like this is one of the better I guess at least reviewed movies that didn't make it. Like I know it's, it's probably not the more one of the more popular movies, but I would and say this was pretty highly thought
2: of. When you look at the multi-decade genre of cannibal movies, I think it's up there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Greg Eating Raul? I yeah. guess
1: yeah, I'm pretty interested in that Sleeping with Married People movie, but I guess they give it up <laughs> so then
0: yeah yeah the next one needs no description except for the titles (laughs) which i would give you now the first one is uh your second seat is airplane 2 the sequel okay probably the movie i've seen the most out of everything on this bracket yeah pretty strong versus the best little whorehouse in texas (laughs) texas is in the news a lot recently this (laughs) this movie takes place there (laughs) christ (laughs) does that movie turn very dark as well is that a musical,
1: the best little whorehouse in Texas? There's probably some music. I would love to hear some of the songs in that. <laughs> Mike, what do they sound like?
2: Well, when you come into John's, you
0: are a John. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the whorehouse is John's. Yeah. John's we'll little Whorehouse. We'll treat you like a toilet. Wait, was the whorehouse, <laughs> did it used to be called Vaughn's and they clearly just took off the video? <laughs> yeah, yeah it a little bit.
2: Cleaved it off. Copyright infringement. What was the other uh, one it's going up against? Airplane 2. Airplane in space. Man,
1: <laughs> if you loved the jokes of Airplane, <laughs> then you're guaranteed to love Airplane 2.
2: I still think I'm going to go with it, though. Yeah. Because I did love the jokes of
0: Airplane.
2: <laughs> I'm voting for the best little whorehouse house in Texas. I'm an
0: Airplane 2 man, Ryan. Airplane 2 moves on. Uh, I cannot believe this matchup. Your number three seed is Porky's, the, uh, the movie that's just uh, making peeping Toms and sexual harassment funny. Versus a midsummer night sex comedy, Woody Allen's movie.
2: <laughs> oh. oh man, when Porky's <laughs> is the righteous pick. Yeah, I'm we Kim have to Control stand fan. on our principles <laughs> and vote Porky's through. I don't remember if we talked about this in the intro, but Kim Cattrall's whole character is that she makes a funny sound when she comes, mm. and so they all try to see who could sleep with her. I mean, you don't think to they're going to do it, and then come. somebody does. <laughs> I vote Porky's.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess I guess Porky's. It is.
0: <laughs> I vote for the Woody Allen movie. I, it's better, right? Uh huh. Okay, it doesn't matter. You guys voted. I bet. Let's see how Porky's does in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your number four seed is Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh yeah! This is the Carl Reiner movie that has Steve Martin talking to clips of that's right. film noir movies.
1: This movie was before its time, I'm
0: guessing. No, it came out in 1982. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> going up against a, I want to say, British movie called.
1: Ew.
0: Mike, you ready for this one? I am. Gregory's Girl. Ah! It's uh, so
2: hard to vote against Gregory's Girl. It the really log line is
0: Gregory is a normal teen who is infatuated with a classmate. He must work to win her affection. That is so smart. Exactly what is this? How it normal was. people? Conversations <laughs> with friends, some other <laughs> fucking
2: bullshit shitty name thing. Sally Rooney. Yeah, it's gonna be uh Dead Men Don't Wear plaid for me.
1: Yeah, this sounds like something you'd see on Adult Swim. If it sounds like something Tim Heidecker yeah. would remake. Dead men don't <laughs> wear
0: plaid. Plus you get to do that. <laughs> what a cool ride that would be. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, no. <laughs> Is
0: it Scottish shit? Second it was- like round for comedy, it's eating Raoul versus dead men don't wear plaid. Eating Raul. Yeah, I think it is Eating Raul. Okay. And then Airplane 2 versus Porky's. Airplane 2! Airplane 2! Guys, we got Porky's out of the bracket.
2: We did it. Get out of here, Porky's. Oh,
0: wait. Did we mess up? And then finally, Eating Raul versus Airplane 2.
1: Eating Raul.
0: Yep. Best cannibal movie ever. One of our faves here on the show, Eating Raul is the comedy of the year. Greg, we have one category left. All right. Action, family, music, or the final category. Yes. That is all one. <laughs> one mystery thing. slash thriller.
1: Mystery thriller, <laughs> Ryan, please. Okay. Let's do With this. All
0: deference. The first movie, the number one seed, is Costa Gravis' Missing, where Jack Lemon plays a dad. Oh, yeah. Whose kid is missing. We really wanted to see this one.
2: Yeah, it's Jack Lemmon.
0: Jack Lemon really. Bringing the dramatic chaps. Not gonna have a lot of opportunities to do Jack Lemmon movies on the show, probably. Kinda no, just, we're not gonna go back. We get in time. Old men. uh The other, it's going up against Robert Benton's Still of the Night. Roy Scheider, Meryl Streep, knife on the cover.
2: Oh, knife on the cover? That's pretty thrilling.
0: <laughs> oh, what are they gonna do with that
1: knife? It's gotta be. Uh, it's gotta be the first one there. Yeah, The Apartment. What did you the call it? The Apartment. <laughs>
0: Gentlemen be- prefer blondes. Your number two seed is called Diva. This is, of course, when uh, a dude, a young Parisian postman, secretly records a concert performance given by the opera singer Cynthia Hawkins, whom he idolizes. The following day, Jules runs into a woman who is being pursued by armed thugs. Before she is killed, the woman slips an audio cassette into his mailbag, dot. dot, dot. Awesome. <laughs> Damn.
1: That's I'm compelling. Hooked. I'm there.
0: The other one's called the angel and it's French. So it's actually called like, and that is uh, the climbing of an immense staircase made up of the most varied stairs. Symbolic scenes occur on different levels where characters seem to be prisoners of their deeds and of their own folly.
1: Uh, Holy (laughs) shit. That sounds interesting.
0: Go jerk off staircase. The steep staircase leads little by little towards the zones of great light where human beings and non-human beings meet. Wow. (laughs) Mike seems not down.
2: I'm down with the cassette tape getting slipped into a bag. You That's have to my like, vote as that one.
1: Before you watch that movie, you have to be like, I commit to this, I buy yeah. into this. Yeah. <laughs> if
2: if you said Boone Yell did it, I'm game. Is he the, the the one uh existential angel? Mm-hmm. Exterminating. Yeah, I'd be Exterminating Angel. Yeah, I'd be game for a director of that caliber, but it just sounds so masturbatory. So your vote's for D.Va?
1: Yep. Greg? I'm gonna do the way the crazy staircase movie.
0: D.Va <laughs> moves on. Your number three seat is Death Trap. This is Sydney Lumet, I want to say. Oh yeah, uh, Christopher Reeve, sort of comedy mystery slash thriller. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume <laughs> You're, it's going up against Le Pont du Nord, and let's talk about Death Trap. I love the
1: I love the director Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve. That sounds fun.
2: I love Death Trap. Death
1: Trap sounds like a very thrilling title. It's I do my have favorite say, way for
2: d and D character to die. It's my favorite
1: heavy metal band. <laughs> I wonder if the French sort of had us licked at this time for mysteries and thrillers. Though. It seems
0: like oh, it. Yeah. Le Pont du Nord is a young unhinged female ex con with a motorcycle. Hell yeah! Oh, okay, yes. this one <laughs> helps a sickly young homeless woman in red discover what the map of Paris she took from her gangster boyfriend leads to.
1: Yes! Fuck! Damn! Hell dope. yeah! Get out of here, Death Trap. Mike? Yeah. Kick
2: Rock's Death Trap. All mm.
0: right. A lot of hate for Death Trap all of a sudden. already live in one.
2: <laughs> You're it's called four- America.
0: <laughs> Your number four seed is uh, Evil Under the Sun. This is a Hercule Poirot movie.
1: Poirot, how fun.
0: Does that mean anything to you guys? Do you guys give a shit? I give a shit about
1: Poirot. He's a cool character. Death on the
0: Nile, right?
1: Yeah. I want to know, is he doing the Kenneth out mustache or is he doing the... There's a big mustache. Yeah, then I'm there, dude. Poirot.
0: (laughs) It's going up against a movie called Vice Squad, starring Season Hubley. She plays someone named Princess. A single mother prostitute who goes by the name Princess finds herself forced to work undercover for the police in order to apprehend a homicidal, misogynistic pimp named Ramrod. Is like a superimportation movie? It look it kinda uh, it looks it just looks bad. <laughs> is it the prequel <laughs> to Tokyo Vice Squad? Yes, absolutely. And Tokyo Story, it's a sequel to that. I'm going with Vice Squad because I don't remember the first thing you said. Evil under the sun, the Poirot movie. I'm saying
1: Evil Under the Sun. If we're talking mystery, Poirot is the way to go. Shit <laughs> <Is> <correct? laughs>
2: you, you just became a nineteen nineties film critic. <laughs>
0: All right, second round is missing versus Le du Nord. What was missing, Jack Lemon in ransom? Oh,
2: oh, but Le Point du Nord is a badass motorcycle lady.
0: Yeah,
1: dude, I'm going Le Point du Nord. I'm going missing.
0: I wish that was true, Mike. Uh, missing <laughs> wins. Ouch. And then finally, That's Diva awful. versus Evil Under the Sun. Diva for me. Evil Under the Sun for me, Ryan. Uh, Diva takes it down, so it's missing versus Diva missing
2: Indeed, for me yeah. missing for me as well and this is the, the genre where I think Greg and I are most
0: at odds we disagree we want different things out of our mystery slash thrillers alright we're just gonna do the top seeds. so missing takes it down for mystery thriller, thriller. Uh, action is First Blood versus Conan the Barbarian Conan yeah Conan Conan is the correct right answer First Blood is not an action movie <laughs> Danger First Blood Family is Dark Crystal versus Annie Dark Crystal Annie Dark Crystal for sure. And then music is Pink Floyd the Wall versus Grease 2. Wall. Grease wall, 2. Wall. Build
1: the Wall. This is the only time I'll <laughs> oh, agree. Oh, no.
0: Again. You are not a cool writer, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your action of 82 is Conan. Comedy is Eating Raul. Family is Dark Crystal. Music is Pink Floyd the Wall. Mystery Thriller is Missing. Romance is Summer Lover starring Peter Gallagher.: yes. Yeah. and Sci-fi is Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Guys, if we could only add one of those to the bonus apps, what would we do?
2: Summer loving.
1: I think Wrath of Khan eating Raoul. There's been a real energy about Wrath of Khan, in, that's in, in this circle. I, and that's true circle.
2: I think there's eight new bonus shows. Why shouldn't 1980 season 82 season go through 2023? Why should it ever end?
1: The, the fans have told us they like when the seasons have an end to them.
0: Do they? <laughs> I think they said they would enjoy if this podcast ended. Oh, fans.
2: Yeah. fans
1: that, please don't so write in when we're in the middle of recording a podcast to tell us yeah. you wish it would end already. Especially on
0: this old school telegram machine I have. It's, just it's your so wife loud. Saying,
1: come, <laughs> come grab the baby.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations to all eight of those movies. Maybe special congratulations to Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Gone, We Shall See. Mike? What? Any any final words?
2: I fucking like movies, man, and I like doing things with the two of you idiots.
1: Greg, does Mike like movies? He does like movies, and he does like doing
0: things with us two idiots, Ryan. That makes us all feel warm. As always, see you next week, and keep watching those movies. Goodbye.